Hi again, mummies. I am so excited to share this week's episode with you with my good friend, Megan Gillespie from Boss Ladies and Babies. Megan and I sat down and chatted all things community, all things real life and what it's really like when you become a mum for the first time, how your identity can change, how you can plan for your own maternity leave, what her maternity leave looked like the first time around with Nora. And full disclosure, Megan is about to give birth to her second baby this week. That's right this week. So we're recording this July of 2022 and she's about to give birth to her latest edition, a little boy, and we cannot be happier for her. And just a little note, she is taking maternity leave. So whilst there's no new episodes of her podcast coming out right now, you can go back and binge all the episodes that she has been recording for the last four years. So you will not be missing out. But for now, I hope you love this conversation with Megan about real mum life. Let's welcome Megan to the podcast. Seated our table and join in on today's conversation. You are listening to This Mama Means Business. I'm your host, Kylie Kelly, and I started this podcast when I was feeling isolated and alone, pregnant during a pandemic, and no matter where I looked, I couldn't find a community that understood how hard it is to be a kick ass mama and a kick ass entrepreneur at the same time. And so this podcast was born. I now have two young boys, Spencer and Samuel, and continue to run my business and a few side hustles on the daily. I am on a mission to empower you to do life on your own terms, whichever stage of motherhood or business you might currently be in. You can build the business of your dreams whilst raising your children. You don't have to choose one over the other. I believe you are made for this and with me by your side, with our community cheering you on, you've totally got this. Hit subscribe and expect two episodes every single week, a mini episode with me on a Tuesday and a guest interview on Friday. And please don't be surprised when you hear me drop a few F-bombs. Let this be your friendly reminder to listen with your earbuds in. I can't wait to help you be the boss mama you envisage. Now let's get on to the show. Hi, Megan. Thanks so much for joining us today. I'm super excited to chat to you. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I cannot wait to chat with you today too. So I thought what might be great to get us started, would you tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are, what you do, sort of a bit of the behind the scenes for us? Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Megan Gillespie and I am a mentor for mom business owners and I am the founder and CEO of my passion turned business and life called Boss Ladies and Babies. And I I started Boss Ladies and Babies almost four years ago now when I was pregnant with my three and a half year old and I was having this major identity crisis on how I was going to continue to be this, you know, respected, professional, entrepreneur, boss lady that I've built my entire life around and then also be the kind of mom that I really wanted to be. And I didn't want to have to sacrifice or choose between, you know, business or motherhood. And I didn't really have a lot of people that were doing that or talking about that. And I was freaking out. I didn't know how I was going to continue on, you know, having to choose one or the other. So I decided I wasn't going to. And I grabbed my iPhone. I sat down at my dining room table and I started pouring my heart out in this really vulnerable and raw way, just sharing what my concerns were and how scared I was and what I was going through. And that moment created my Boss Ladies and Babies podcast, which almost four years later is still a podcast, comes out twice a week with business tips. And then we bring on other women to share their experiences and their expertise. And it's just really become a place for anyone who is going through business and motherhood to 
feel less alone, to feel heard and like they have someone that they can relate to. And over the years, you know, I kept my podcast going. It was just kind of this passion project and I was just doing it for fun, really for me, for my mental health and realizing, you know, how it was impacting these other women. And I was still working my main career, which was real estate at the time. And in 2020, real estate got shut down. Everything got shut down. I could no longer, you know, just strap my daughter on and go meet with people and do a showing and, you know, do that side of business. And so I had this calling I couldn't quiet, which was to take Boss Ladies and Babies to the next level from just a passion project podcast to an entire community geared around support, understanding, and relating with other women. And that's how I became a mentor for mom business owners and have grown just such an amazing platform full of resources and support for women as they adventure through motherhood and grow their careers. Oh my goodness. I love that. How often do we feel that calling or we're passionate about something, but then we don't follow that or life gets in the way or, you know, we're scared to leave our job. Like that's a huge risk, right? But I think that was one of the silver linings with the pandemic. It kind of wasn't a choice. It made it happen. (laughs) Yeah, I was able to actually be quiet and still enough to hear that this is what I was meant to do. Like I enjoyed the podcast so much. I wasn't getting paid for it. I'm still not getting paid for the podcast. It was just something I loved doing so much. And I knew that I had this message that I needed to share that had such a big impact that I needed to do on a larger scale, more than what I was just doing with the podcast. And that wouldn't have probably happened now, unless the pandemic happened. Maybe years down the road, I would have finally woke up and discovered that. But I really had that quiet and stillness that I needed to move forward and live what I'm meant to be doing. Yeah, I love that. I'd love to chat to you a little bit about just that identity shift, because I think that's such a big change in our life, right? When we go from no children, especially for to the first, I feel like for all women and all mothers that I speak to, that's always such a big shift in who they are and what they want to do in how they see their future and everything. Can you tell us a little bit about how you found that? Was it something that happened straight away when, when Nora was born or, you know, was it something that kind of happened as she was a newborn that you kind of just felt that you needed to change or how did that feel for you? Yeah, it was it was pretty hard, but I didn't realize that I was going through it for quite some time, I think. Like even when I was pregnant, I was like, you know what? Like this isn't going to slow me down. And I was working as hard as I could. I was, you know, doing everything that I possibly could when I was pregnant. I was, you know, living my life as if this wasn't going to change. And then I kind of had this moment where I just kind of looked at my life and realized, wait a second here, I'm a boss lady, like people know me as this entrepreneur, I have worked my entire life managing businesses, running my own businesses. And that's what I've been known for my whole life. And now I'm going to be a mom. And my biggest fear was that as becoming a mom, all of these people who respected me and saw me as this professional were no longer going to see me that way. And all of a sudden, I was going to be a mom who used to be an entrepreneur and used to be a professional. And obviously, that's not true. But that was my biggest fear because I had worked so hard my entire life to build my entire identity around my work. And now my entire identity was going to be shifted. And I knew I was fully aware that motherhood was going to take that over. And when I really put those two pieces together, it 
shook me. Nobody was talking about this, right? It was either you go to work or you're at home and there just wasn't a middle ground. And I heard so many of my friends that were trying to hide pieces of their motherhood identity so that they would be seen as more professional, right? Like they wouldn't talk about their kids at work. They wouldn't share with their clients that they were moms. They wouldn't ever share that piece of themselves, which terrified me because I didn't want to do that. I wanted to, like I said, I wanted to do both and I wanted to have it all. And so what was really transformative for me was realizing that I have these two identities and they're going to have to collide. I cannot have this internal battle with, I'm this one person over here at work and I'm this one person over here at home. And so I made a conscious decision when my daughter was a newborn that from here on out, I am building my entire identity around the fact that I am a professional and I'm a mom. And I'm going to talk about my daughter with my customers and my clients. I'm going to share pieces of my life in my professional settings And I'm going to thrive that way. I'm going to meet more people that way. I'm going to connect with more people that way. And I'm not going to sacrifice for anything less. And I can tell you this and I can share, you know, this kind of like aha moment, but it was not easy. And it's still not easy choosing to be vulnerable and choosing to create this identity around all these pieces of yourself is really a balancing act of how much you're comfortable putting out there and what you're really trying to do and be seen as as a person. And it's it's a struggle. And here I am pregnant again with my second baby. And you know, now I've built this identity of I'm this boss lady with a baby and I'm doing it all and I'm living this dream. And I'll tell you what, I'm still facing that nearly identical identity crisis. Even though I am a mom and I've made it clear that I'm a mom, now I'm going to become a mom again and it feels the same as it did the first time. And it's really, really scary. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it gets easier, does it? Regardless of how many children, you know, you decide to have, your life changes every time. It, something changes, something shifts. And I love that you had that realization when your daughter was so young that you wanted to just incorporate everything. Because I think otherwise, like you said, those people at work or the people, the women that you knew that tried to keep them separate, like that's exhausting. And I feel like you could only do that for so long before something's got to give. Authentically, that just wouldn't feel good, right? It wouldn't line up with who you are. And I resonate with that so much. So like when I had Spencer, our first, I was a wedding photographer back then. And so when I fell pregnant, I told the world I was pregnant. I was so excited. And suddenly all my inquiries and my business just hit rock bottom, like totally went quiet. And couples were like, well, like, I don't want to book her. Should we take maternity leave? Not knowing that when you're self-employed, unless you plan for it, you can't really. And so when I had Spencer, had the same kind of, I don't know, like total identity crisis in that like, well, nobody wanted to know I was pregnant. So now I can't really share my journey as a mom and still have a business because it doesn't seem to work that way. And it was such a journey to get to that place where you're like, no, well, fuck it. I'm going to be sharing everything. This is me. This is who I am. And then I'm going to start to attract the people. Obviously, I'm not a wedding photographer anymore, but start to attract the people that resonate with that and that are experiencing life in the same way. Oh, it's such a journey. I think no matter where you're coming from and no matter how many kids you have. Yeah. And it's, you know, you got to think like the people who don't want to work with you because you're a mom, for me, those aren't the people that I want to be working with. And, you know, I have to be realistic. And so when Nora, my my three and a half year old was born, you know, real estate was my main career. And so I was
was her primary caregiver. I've been at home with her her whole life. And so I didn't really have a choice, but to, if I wanted to continue working, she was going to come with me and be part of that world, you know? And I, I just had to embrace that instead of try to fight against that. And so, you know, strapping her on to go meet with clients and, you know, now we're all so used to our children being around when we're taking Zoom calls and, and working from home. And thank goodness, that's another silver lining of the pandemic that that has kind of become a new normal because, you know, there was a time where, oh my gosh, my kid's in the background. I'm so sorry. How, how could I? How could I have a child who needs me, right? But yeah, definitely. I feel like when we choose to really embrace that side of ourselves and pair it with our business side of ourselves, it really does set us up for a much more well-rounded experience as an entrepreneur because we are making deeper connections with people. We aren't hiding pieces of ourselves. We are putting ourselves out there and being vulnerable, which is a beautiful thing. And that's really how we grow as people. And then we're inspiring other people to do the same. And then again, those connections that we make with our customers and our audiences are so much deeper because we're putting it all out there. Yeah. And I'd much prefer, like, I feel like mums get it right. Like, I, I love working with other mums because then, like I shared with you before we hit record, like, we had a gastro bug go through and I had to shuffle things. And thank goodness everyone that I work with understands and knows exactly what it's like. So I feel like there's always that bit more grace when you're working with people that actually get where you're at in life and, and that resonate with it as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just makes things easier for everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So were you able to take maternity? leave like so when you had your real estate business um or working in real estate were you able to take maternity leave when you had Nora so I planned way ahead I like to jokingly call myself a money hoarder <laughs> because <laughs> all of my businesses like my entire career I have not had like a stable uh, source of income, right? It's, you know, I was a hairstylist for a large portion of my career. I had my own salon business, managed that myself. And, you know, you made money when people came in to get their hair done. There was nothing guaranteed. Same with real estate. If you didn't sell a house, you didn't make any money. There's nothing guaranteed. Same with what I do now. If I don't have clients, I don't make money. There's nothing guaranteed, right? And so I've kind of learned to, when I do have a successful season, put aside as much as I can and pay myself a certain amount each month. And so when I was getting ready to have my daughter, I would put away as much as I possibly could. And I was able to give myself a year long maternity leave, which it was it was so great. And it also gave me time to work on, you know, my passion, which was boss ladies and babies. Like I didn't realize that all that work I was doing on the podcast and growing this community during my maternity leave, because I could just do it from my phone when I'm nursing or you know, whatever. I didn't realize that that was going to turn into what it is now at the time. But really planning ahead and setting myself up for that maternity leave was really life changing for me. Yeah, that's amazing. So tell me a little bit about the community that you built. So it started with the podcast. So people would tune in and listen to the podcast. And then what happened from there? Was it a Facebook community? Was it mostly Instagram? Like how did that kind of all come about? Yeah. So it started all with the podcast and kind of a Facebook and Instagram all at once. And, you know, people would kind of chat with each other there. And more and more people were following along, listening to the show, giving us feedback. And it was just, it, it was amazing to see that happening. And I, I kept on with that for a couple years. And then in 2020, when I had that quiet moment, and I had that calling of what I needed to do, I sat down at my computer, and I just started typing things out. And I accidentally created like this giant piece of content from everything that I've learned about 
about being a boss lady, being an entrepreneur, and being a mom. And I put it all together and just created this course, which I had never seen myself doing. I never thought that I would go in that direction. I had no idea how to create a course. I It was all completely new to me, but it just happened. Like it just poured out of me, which feels so crazy to say. Like people are probably like, yeah, right. Like that could happen. But I promise you, I just started typing and it just started happening. And so I created my first course and I called it the Brand You Strategy because it was heavily focusing on teaching women that you can be a professional and you can be a mom. And here's how you can kind of do both of those things and present yourself in that way. And the community kind of shifted at that point because it went from me just sharing my experiences and relating with all kinds of moms to I am going to help working moms really be able to continue to work and have the motherhood experience that they want. And it it really changed everything. I started attracting more entrepreneurs, more mompreneurs, more working moms to my space. And I started realizing I can do more for them than just giving them, you know, this education. So what other resources can I give them besides the podcast and this course? And so I really took some time to listen and pay attention to see what needs these moms were having. And so now I have just a variety of resources from free value with like the podcast and Instagram to paid like the courses that I offer to just this year, I launched a actual membership community, which is called Boss Ladies and Babies Headquarters. And it takes everything that I've ever done in the past four years and created a space just rooted in that understanding and rooted in that support for women to come together and learn from one another, get that education, those resources that I offer, and just so much more all in one spot. So it, it shifted a lot as the community grew and it's i'm sure going to continue to evolve as you know my children get older and i go different directions in my businesses but at the root of the community the whole time was always that support and that understanding and so now we've got facebook instagram i'm on clubhouse we have the membership community the podcast, basically everything that you need in business and motherhood, I have some kind of resource or safe space for you to come to be seen and heard. Oh, that's amazing. That's so amazing. Just thinking of what it is like to be in that place where you need a tribe, right? You need support. We need communities as human beings, but I think especially as moms and especially as moms trying to build businesses and and or work a job and, and trying to raise children and trying to do everything because that was one thing that really surprised me when I became a mom. It was like, I just didn't have the foresight to think that all this, like I'd still have to do everything I was doing, but then we have all these extra things that jam on my plate as well, right? And it's kind of so overwhelming. So how have you found building the community? Has that changed your experience as a mum? do you think, as you've kind of had these people around you with Nora and as you've, you know, lived lived out your mum life, having other mums around, how has that impacted you, do you think? Oh my gosh, so much because I am kind of a perfectionist. I I'm really hard on myself and I feel like, you know, I want to do everything right. I want to be the best at everything. And as much as I was making this community for other people and I continue to, so much of it has been for myself because hearing other women come and share 
the things that they've gone through and how they aren't perfect and how they aren't doing everything. It's made me feel so great to know that I'm not alone. And, you know, seeing these women connect with each other and support each other and help each other and just walk away from meetings that we have together on Zoom, feeling so inspired and ready to tackle everything just from talking with each other and sharing experiences. It's it's changed everything for me. It's completely changed how I conduct myself. It's given me more confidence. It's given me more strength. And it's really helped me understand that, you know, this dream that I had to do both of these things really is possible as long as I am surrounded by people who understand it too. When I was trying to do this all by myself before I had this community, I wouldn't have been able to do it. I know that there's no way as hard as I would have tried, I would have never been able to grow in any way as a entrepreneur or as a mom, if I didn't have these women around me that are so vulnerable, and they come and they show up and they share so much. It's it's changed everything for me. Oh, I love that. I love I love how powerful it is when we stand beside each other, right? And just do it, like you said, doing life together, being vulnerable, just, just being ourselves and supporting each other. Like there's so much power in that. That's, yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. And just the hard stuff that we go through. There's a segment on my podcast that I do every with every single guest and it's called the hot mess moment. And it's meant to be like kind of cheeky and silly, but it's where you know, the guest shares a time in their life where they've felt like a total hot mess. And these women are coming on and they're sharing their most embarrassing stories of crazy things that have happened in motherhood, right? And as funny as they are, those stories are reaching somebody else who's been in that same situation. And they're feeling like, oh my gosh, I thought I was a total failure because that happened to me. Wow, that happened to her too. That's so amazing. And it's so powerful. The more that we can show up and do that and support each other and share these stories, share these experiences, the stronger we're all going to be. Yeah, I love that. So one last question, Megan. So as you know, um, all of our listeners or most of our listeners and audience are all pregnant entrepreneurs. What would be like the one piece of advice or something that you could leave with them about finding that community? How should they go about actually finding who they want to surround themselves with? Oh my gosh, I love this question. The number one thing, I think the key to finding your community is to be vulnerable. And I think it's such a scary thing to do to show up and to be vulnerable. But if you aren't comfortable doing that, you aren't going to be able to reach the people that you need to be around you because they're not going to know that you're going through anything, right? I mean, from the outside, we all carry ourselves like things are going great. And I've got it all together when we have these feelings on the inside that we often are too afraid to share. And so whenever I talk about community, the first and most important piece that I always share about is that vulnerability piece. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there and ask for help to talk about what it is that you're going through, to talk about these scary emotions, to talk about, you know, your fears of what's coming as a mom and continuing to own your business, right? Like for me, if I would have never done that, I don't know where I'd be. And when you speak up, and you learn to be vulnerable, your voice is going to reach somebody else who can either relate to you, help you, or connect you with the community that you're looking for. And also, as you're searching for your community, making sure that the other people within that community are able to be vulnerable as well. Because just like what I was talking about with that hot mess moment and relating to one another, we have to be able to share those things 
to make those really deep connections. So finding a place where not only you feel safe to be vulnerable and to share parts of yourself, but the people that you're surrounding yourself with are able to do that as well. And I really think that's like the secret to really finding that true, true community. Oh, that's great advice. I think that's as well why we can do that online or virtually or across the world, right? Because you can get real and be vulnerable with each other without having to be in person, which means that, you know, there's such a a huge chance as, you know, it's so likely that you can find people that you relate to when you are vulnerable and when you open up and they don't have to be in the same town as you or the same city. So I think... Yeah, that's that's so powerful and that's really good advice. So where can people go to connect with you and to learn more and where should we send them? What's the best place? Awesome. So you can find me on social media anywhere at Boss Ladies and Babies. The Boss Ladies and Babies podcast is available anywhere you hear your podcasts. And I also have a book that came out last year um, with myself and two other amazing mompreneurs. And it's called The Millennial's Guide for Working Parents. And you can find that on Amazon. You don't have to be a millennial to purchase it. It has really good advice from all, you know, for all ages, but it covers everything from maternity leave to, you know, with a newborn to with a toddler to when your kids are a little bit older and all kinds of tips and education that you can start practicing. And you don't have to read the book front to back either. It's a guide. So you can say, where's my problem? Okay, here's the solution. So those are all the places that you can reach me and find my resources. And I would love to have you join my community. Fantastic. We'll put all the links in the show notes. But thank you so much for coming on. That was really a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And that's a wrap on today's episode. I hope this is worth your time today. I know how busy you are. But if it spoke to you, if it inspired, encouraged or comforted you, I'd love to know. Drop me a DM on Instagram. You can find me over at Kylie Kelly. I'd love to hear from you. And I promise that's little old me in my inbox and I reply to every single message I get. Don't forget to head over to the website to grab any show notes or links that were mentioned. You can find that at www.thismamameansbusiness.com. Until next time, friends, from my mama heart to yours, I love you loads. And remember, we've got this shit. Bye for now. Bye for now.